Welcome to Bad Deck Breakdowns, a Star Wars CCG deck building podcast. On each monthly episode, we discuss a different, original, underpowered, and often thematic deck, how it does or does not work, and most importantly, what makes the deck bad and why you should play it anyways. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to uh, some uh, Bad Deck Breakdowns. I'm Kendall. With me, as always, is Matt. Hello. And we've got a special guest, uh, Eric Hunter. Hey, how's it going? So, Eric, is you've built a Forced Servitude ROPS deck. Why don't you tell us about it? Yeah, I, I built this originally, I think, back in January. And I was just... Um, Forced or- for Servitude is a card that I'd always wanted to play. And I think they just uploaded it to Gemp. So I figured I should try to make a deck with it. Uh, and the main idea is that you want to get out um, to your opponent's location for Servitude. So Forced for Servitude, for those who don't know, it deploys on your opponent's location. And then when you lose a droid from your hand or life force, it satisfies damage equal to the forfeit value of the droid. So if you had, for example, a Guri in hand, you could lose her and satisfy seven damage. And that's that's either battle damage, and it could be like force drains, or it could be mm. any force loss. Um, but it has to play in your opponent's location, and it's canceled if your opponent ever controls that location. So the idea was, I'm going to deploy it on my opponent's location, and then I'm going to deploy a character that's immune to attrition there. So that's like the Emperor or Sidious, or better yet, if I'm in space, it's going to be Maul's Synth Infiltrator or Emperor Shuttle. And then I'll just be soaking up damage everywhere else. Um, and that's kind of as far as I went with the concept. Um, I wasn't quite sure how my deck was going to win, but I figured I'd just like <laughs> play a couple of games and, and figure it out from there. Um the very first game I played with it was against uh, Justin Brand, Silverglens, No Idea. And No Idea was a fantastic matchup because I could just, I put down Sidious and Emperor at his beach. I don't know how I got them there before he had a guy. <laughs> and then uh, he, he would have like 30 power. He'd outpower me by like a ton. And I would just, you know, Rops, I think, was flipped or something. And so I'd make him forfeit two guys, but I would just like lose a Guri from hand. And lose like a second droid, and I wouldn't have to lose any other cards. And I just like wore him down. Um, and he just he like con- he he conceded, and he told me that my deck was a negative uh, negative play experience. <laughs> I should never play it again. And I'm like, hey, this is this is a fun deck. <laughs> so the the other, so the other time I played it, I played it at the team tournament at the Ender Grand Prix. Um, I, I teamed with Phil Assen. And he was playing like Hitco, and I and he he I don't own any cards, but he was gracious enough to build me this deck. <laughs> he, he spent the time to make this deck for me, and I uh, um, I played against Stubbly, and I lost to his Watcher Step because. So the one of the cool tricks that you can do is if you have Maul Synth Infiltrator, uh, with Maul on it, and you're cloaking, you can lose a droid to reduce that cloak cost. So instead of two, you can just leave one. That's that's ridiculous. Yeah, so I was like, that's yeah, that's really interesting because normally, you know, cards like that say, you know, accept your own force loss. You know, like Mm -hmm. Honor of the Jedi, or I think Imperial Decree Virtual does the same thing. Right? Is it a force servitude? Is that is that OTSD? 
you know, yeah. So that's that's why it doesn't think about stuff like that. <laughs> Because it's from, because it's from 1995. Uh, oh no 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 no! It's from the the Pen H sealed. Oh yeah yeah, that's OTSD official tournament sealed deck. Yeah. yeah. Um. All right, all right. Yeah. So against Stubbly, I he it was going to be great. He's like against Watch Your Step. I was I was thinking I'd get out to ship Sith Infiltrator and Maul to Castle block his drain of three and then I don't know fight elsewhere. I, I, I don't know. I had no idea how the game was going to go, but it, in theory that was going to be great. So but he played Aaron net. Yeah. I was going to say, did he play Theron net? <laughs> he net virtual and I couldn't cloak. So he would just like have like 30 power in space. And I would just have to like, I just kept on losing droids and eventually he just wore me down and won. Um, and that was, that was disappointing. I, I thought I should have crushed him. Uh, with my goofiness. And then uh, the next game I played against Werfs. There's good in him. Pod racing shield. <laughs> and uh, the cool, the coolest, I forget. How, I think I ended up shield busting him and I was playing a program trap in that version. And I managed to like blow up like eight characters with program trap. Um, but the other really cool thing I did is I lost the pod race and I just lost Gurry to satisfy all the pod race damage. <laughs> <laughs> There's so much silliness going on with this. Yeah. Uh, well, how about, let's, do you have the deck list up in front of you? Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. Okay. Uh, how about we, we we go through that here so we can fully appreciate the uh, the ridiculousness of this situation. Yep, yep. <laughs> um, so did you want to ask me questions or should I kind of go uh, from? Yeah, why don't, so first, first, basically the way we do it usually is, is we just kind of, quickly go through the you don't necessarily have to say every single card or or you can say every single card really fast but just give <laughs> just give a for people who aren't actually looking at the show notes uh just so they can get a, a feel for like the whole you know a sense of the whole list just kind of right. run through it real fast so it's got this droid package of three four longs virtual two gary two two fifty fifty nine a probot and two u3po um, and then it's got like a couple Imperials, <laughs> just like Darth Vader, Saber, Tarkin, Kier, Mian, um, Gideon, Asan, Emperor. And then it has uh, Mauls and Erica, uh, Doctory and Afra. And then uh, the ships are two Mauls and Sith Infiltrators, Zakis ship, Emperor ship. The locations, just the three spaceport. Um, it doesn't use the city. Or the the dream plus one one if they have a scout and then Mustafar and it plays Java's Palace Droid Workshop <laughs> um, and then after that it's just kind of like a gig and I have you now sense imbalance Lana just kind of like generic stuff and you've got for effects you've got the uh, the force servitude and the Silence is golden. You start silence is golden, right? That's right. Sorry. Yeah, I should have said what I, I start. The silence is golden, quad drive yards, and in, insignificant rebellion. And then it has a, a decree, a lateral damage, and two force servitudes. And attack targets bounty. Yeah. Right. So uh, other than just the, the force servitude um, being coded onto GIMP, um, 
I mean, where else did you have any place to look for ideas as to what to throw into this goofball thing? Um, so the so the concept was to like put this force servitude down um, on your opponent's location, and so one of the first problems was, well, what location I'm going to deploy this to? And one of the earlier answers I came up with is, well, I'll just play it to one of their non-battlegrounds, so I need spies to get there. And then I, once the spies are there, I need the immune to attrition guys. Um, so I do have the spy package of Erica, U3PO, Probot, and Hassan. Um, that's partly to... You know, the U3POs and Erica sort of block their dreams, but at the same time, it's also for me to kind of go wide, get down my effect, um, do damage at their site, force them to fight for a site that's going to do them nothing in the end. Um, and then the other... Uh, so I don't know. I, I don't know if I necessarily had any other inspiration, but kind of like, as I was thinking through the concept, like the just the answers kind of came... Like some of the cards just be, were like pretty obvious choices to me. So why why ROPS? Um. So yeah, I wonder. I, so one of the neat interactions with ROPS is that it helps protect your four servitudes. Um. I, I mean, I just played against you in your mm -hmm. throne room, and I actually I held on to several effects in hand when I was playing against you with the thought that if you ever came down and canceled the Force Servitude and then uh, battled me, I could swap the effect in hand for the Force mm -hmm. Servitude that I just lost. So Rob's kind of gave me an additional buffer to protect my Force Servitudes in case it was canceled. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, when uh, Kendall and I played the other day, I played... As dark side, he played his no idea, mm -hmm. um, and this is probably just my inexperience kind of playing Rops. But I alternate started decree um, over ins insignificant rebellion, mm -hmm. um, and then of course it never hit the table, um, and so I couldn't like you know swap back for you know, like the Guri or you know um, you know go get Palpatine or something. Um, we did. We we did not have any issues with Force Servitude being canceled because uh, I followed your advice and got Maul and the Sith Infiltrator right to Scarif right away. Mm -hmm. uh, the problem in that game was uh, I also put out Mustafar, and mm -hmm. in my experience dealing with No Idea, uh, if it's a one-system game, it's a heck of a lot harder for No Idea to handle, especially if you can control or kick them out of space. And so they were just Kendall smartly ran over to Mustafar and kind of clobbered the snout out of me. <laughs> um, you've got some Imperials in here as well, so you can flip the objective. Yeah. But um, do you need to? I think to win it has to, okay. but I don't really. It's not really like I'm not looking to flip turn two or three. Right. It's just kind of like depending on what because there's just so much stuff going on in this deck it's just kind of based off of what i draw what i'm going to do and i kind of have this idea that if i flip at some point it's going to be really good and so i want to be able to do that right yeah it, it felt the the matchup i mean obviously i was playing when when eric when you and i played i was playing my throne room deck uh and it very much felt like a 
a weird version of a of a of a mains matchup. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. sort of a mains versus mains matchup. And then when once I was kind of a little bit out of steam, you were able to take advantage of that and and flip. And that was I mean, that was kind of the turning point in the game. Yeah. Um, the other interesting thing about Force Servitude is you put it on and this happens. We play a lot of non battlegrounds in Star Wars nowadays. And you played it on my boss Nass chamber kind of when I was a little bit out of steam and I was like sitting there, I was like, well, I have, you know, I have this character that I could just deploy to boss NASA's chamber. Mm-hmm. And then, and then that character would be living there forever. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah and you had, I think you had just flipped. So it also didn't feel worth it to, I think I actually could have played the battle planes and played a character canceled for servitude and moved over. But I knew you had a second copy of Force Servitude. I it hadn't occurred to me that you were gonna do the swap, but I was like, he'll just put it on the court on on the Jedi Council chamber or something. Yeah, yeah, that's actually I I had drawn both pretty early against you, and I was putting them down with four long, but kind of keeping an idea of where they were going to be, whether in my reserve or force pile. Mm-hmm. And um, I was just kind of waiting until it made sense for me to deploy one. Um, yeah, I. It was part. I just couldn't find a spy too, for me to kind of go elsewhere with it and follow the normal plan. Mm-hmm. So it, it was, um, it was interesting. Like I, it, it definitely it saved me. I don't know ten force loss that game, but yeah. it, it wasn't as featured as it would be in other matches. Mm-hmm. Oh, and the the other thing I wanted to say, you asked me about why I wanted to put this in ROPS. One of the key. Um, I'm just using so many slots to like make the, you know, I have to play like 10 droids. And so I just don't have room for other stuff. And ROPS kind of expands the number of like interesting cards that you play. So it's, it's not just like I have one gig, you know, I have as many gigs as I have interrupts. And I, Mm. um, one of the cooler tricks with the deck is to exchange like a four LOM or U3PO for the Guri. Right. So you exchange three, uh, damage reduction per seven right yeah because yeah. three forearms is a lot yeah yeah, yeah. but and then that they guess that, make, that makes complete complete sense um and that's one thing that i was trying to do um versus gendal um <laughs> and you know we we had situ- I had situations as well where i was losing droids intentionally to you know four strand of two mm-hmm. but it just saves you the damage and so it kind of soaks up things we never got into any sort of like big battle scenario um, where you did to lose, you know, Guri, Forlam, and something else to, you know, cut down a whole a huge amount of battle damage. Mm-hmm. Um, how, one thing that I, 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 I was struggling with um, was characters who kind of don't have that attrition immunity. Like I got, um, you know, I, got I got Palpatine down, I got uh, Maul on his ship, um, but then, and I, I was trying to flip as well because I was like, you know, I, I'm not going to fight no idea on its own turf if I don't have to. I'm going to make yep. them come to me. Um, but then, you know, the guys who got the guys who lacked attrition immunity, uh, you know, I can soak up as much battle damage as I, as I want with droids, but the attrition from a battle is still going to kill, you know, Tarkin, for example. Right. Yeah. The, um, Unfortunately, there's only so many guys who are immune to attrition. <laughs> yeah. 
I, w- I had been contemplating a light side version of this deck, and there's right. a lot, you know, lights. There's a ton of light side Jedi, Jedi, and like if you played it from Agents of the Court, you could have Maz and like uh, another alien. Uh, your rep could be immune, so you could just have tons of guys that are immune to attrition. Um, but here you don't have that, so it's you. You do have Erica, which is immune less than four, um, and P fifty nine, which is immune less than four. Uh, so against no idea, you actually would have some guys that would should be able to survive their like pretty sketchy destiny. Right. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's there's really nothing. I mean, that's that's definitely one of the weaknesses with the deck that it's it's trying to reduce damage, but then um, attrition's a problem. And then yeah. some decks like Throne Remains aren't going to actually cause damage; they're just going to battle you. Right. Well, they'll they'll get on a site and start. Right. Um, and that's one of, one of my questions. Glad you brought that up. It's one of my questions I I was wanted to ask is Have you thought about or put together um, a light side version of this? Because uh, for Servitude's Mirror, Faithful Service is also on Jump now as well. Yeah, I I think I put one together, but then for whatever reason decided I didn't want to play it <laughs> or, or test it. Um, I definitely talked about it with some other people thing like saying like, Hey, this could be busted. And I, I forget why I moved away from it. Um, it's definitely something I think would, I think agent of this court probably makes the most sense as the start. Um, just because that gives you the most amount of immune to attrition characters. Right. And it doesn't have any restrictions in there of you can't deploy Jedi or something like that. Yeah. And it's actually probably a lot better now with, um, with the new R2, because it's it makes it easier to invade your opponent's location. Mm. Right. The Emperor of uh, you know Imperial City or Imperial Square, whatever what ISP, ISP location is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> huh. So, okay. uh, so could you just not... So you just couldn't fit something like Dooku? I mean, I feel like there's a few other, like, immune... T- immune or tr- characters who have some, c- some decent immunity. Or did you just figure... Or is it just that it's all... Uh, all or nothing with the immune to attrition because of how much you're leaning into the droids. Yeah. yeah I just couldn't find the room for it. Okay. I think is the main thing. Um, like I, I, I think I, this list has one Sidious in it. There probably should be two. Dooku is immune. What less than six or eight. So he's yep. not entirely immune. Um, Snoke's immune less than yeah, eight unless he's with Kylo. Yeah. Snoke's got some immunity. Yeah. It's just, it, it would be great if those guys were Imperials. Were Imperials? Yeah. <laughs> I still want to flip, you know? <laughs> right. right. Or maybe maybe there would be like, a, you know, if Grievous was like, had a droid icon and was also immune to attrition. <laughs> yep. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Does Force Servitude, it's it's not just, it's, it's all droids. It's not just non-presence droids. So uh, would there be something with uh, one of the, Battle droid platforms, uh, like inv- I guess Invasion is the main one. I have played against. Um, I don't. I don't know if this is pronounced correctly, but Huge E W E U G E Ungamed, and he has a destroyer droid version that plays for servitudes, mm-hmm. so that he can just start tossing in the block drains. Um, and I thought that was really effective. I actually played against him with my EBO, and I was terrified that he was just going to reduce my drains. <laughs> Uh, but he instead went to space, and I just beat the crap out of him. So, 
Thankfully, um, he did that. So this imperial decree kind of bugs me. Is it is it more there because because you're already mitigating damage with with uh, with forced servitude? Is it more there for the draw one battle destiny if unable to? Otherwise, I don't think you have that many people that yeah, don't draw on their own. There's only a couple. There's like Min, Kier, and Mitt, um, and Afra. So I think you thought there is that against no idea you do want to reduce. Okay. Rather than having to pitch two cards or a droid each time. Right. And then it's also good to have an extra effect in this deck where it's going to be um, insurance to protect your poor servitudes. Right. That makes complete sense. Um, is there anything you think that this, de- this deck specifically matches up well against? Uh, definitely... It's very good against there's good in him shield busting pod racing. <laughs> <laughs> you will crush that deck for sure. Uh, I feel like no, it should have a good game plan against no idea, mm-hmm. actually. Right. Um, I think it probably needs like a second Sidious, or maybe it doesn't play Mustafar in that. But yeah, like if you played Maul in the, it started cloaking at Scarif. Um, and then just like had, you know, we're able to flip. Um, I just feel like you should be able to win that game. Right. Right. And now, and now the, the, the fact that we've talked about it a little bit, I mean, it makes the game plan a lot simpler and cleaner. Um, I, I think the game, it w- would have gone differently had I not put the Mustafar system out. I think the Karn, you ended up winning by, I think eight. Yeah. Something so like that. Well, yeah. It was, it was close. It was close. Yeah. Um, in the end, and Eric, I was actually uh, playing your brother's deck, so I was like, I was like, ah, I guess, I guess Eric's brother's better at Star Wars cards than him. <laughs> just a little bit. I mean, I uh, took out some of the good cards and put in bad cards, but that's just what I do. Yeah, so that's yeah. what we do. Um, anything you think that this deck I mean, would particularly have a lot of trouble with? Yeah, I feel like Throne Room has got to be a bad matchup for it. Um, I was just thinking maybe like uh, like a QMC or a Diplo, something that can just, we'll just be doing a lot of damage on a lot of different sites. Mm-hmm. Um, it's hard to, it's hard to, you know, pitch Guri for seven to satisfy a drain of two. You normally would rather pitch her for seven and cover, you know, five, six, seven battle damage. Well, well, right. or I mean, for that matter, if you do, if you have, a bunch of drains of one. Right. I mean, yeah. Right. You want, you want to be playing against something that's going to, that's trying to do two or three um, damage at a time to really right. take advantage of right. or servitude. Um, and something that's, you know, that that's going to be limited to a couple. You, you don't want them to have a ton of sites as well. You want to either be fighting on route here and kind of taking advantage of your spaceport locations or kind of like, I guess no idea where you, it's just the beach or just the data vault. Um, and you can kind of stack your, your other stuff. Right. So what makes this deck bad? <laughs> well, I don't, it shouldn't really win. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that qualifies. Yeah. Um, I was, geez. I, <laughs> I, like I said, like I play this at Endor team tournament and Phil made this for me. Bless him. And, for building decks for me. Uh, 
especially some, one as bad as this. And I just kind of looked at him like, how does this deck, how, how am I going to beat my opponent with it? <laughs> right. Like I, I can force train for, you know, one at Mustafar if I'm lucky, but like, hopefully I don't even play, like, hopefully I'm just blocking their system. Um, so it's seriously lacking for a win condition. In other words, <laughs> yeah, I guess I have you now as is it's a win condition against some decks. <laughs> oh, so so oh, it's lacking a win condition. So it's a ROP stack. Okay, I understand. <laughs> Just waiting for you to make that joke. Um, yeah, and I guess like the other thing is that it's just the character base is so goofy. You got you got your alien package, you got your dark Jedi package, your droid package, your Sith package, and your Imperial package. <laughs> it's like what is going on there? Uh, Right. It really did like the, the stuff that you did that was good in our games, you would have done that same stuff if you were playing a better deck, you know, you played, you, you knew, you knew when to play what characters you knew where your, where your cards, you did your, your magical tracking skills. Uh, you you know, you baited, you baited me into battling you when I shouldn't have probably, I mean, you're just a better player than me, obviously. Um, I mean that you know obviously uh, so and and that very much it showed like it was very much a learning experience. Uh, I was like, oh, I shouldn't have done that a lot of times. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. So, but yeah, that's. Um. Do you think? That, say, oh, go ahead. One of the f- really fun things with the deck is the redraw with Force uh, Silence is Golden. When you start, when you get Forlom out. Um, which he he deploys minus one to the droid workshop, by the way. So he actually he deploys two in this for only two in the stack, and you start you start drawing, drawing like your U three POs or your four lamps in a hand, and whenever you draw, you like you draw your U three POs destiny, and it's like great now I can deploy it and block a train, but you can also just start putting it back with four lamps. So just there's like a lot of free card draw in the deck, and that's pretty fun. Mm. Yeah, I'm reading that now. It looks like um, it's very similar to Mon Mothma and Diplo. Um, but Diplo, of course, does, doesn't have a, the extent of you know the ability to track or put cards down in it. Mm-hmm. You've only got the, the Van and Willard uh, virtual, and that's only recently. Mm-hmm. Um, any, like, 61st cards you'd like to see in the deck? I mean, you mentioned another Sidious. Yeah, another card I like is Luke... Luke, uh, <laughs> because you have a Tatooine site, you have the droid workshop. And so you deploy it there, you target a rebel, you hit the rebel, their forfeits are reduced to zero, and then it's immediately lost. So Luke, Luke is a Destiny <laughs> 4 Utini effect that says deploy on any Tatooine site, target any rebel. Target mm-hmm. is power and forfeit minus one, minus three if target is Luke. If Rebel's forfeit reaches zero, Rebel is lost. Utini effect canceled when reached by target. Uh, and so, unless they're playing another Tatooine site themselves, they'll never get there. Yep. <laughs> That's incredibly silly. Yeah, and it's another effect to. You know, get back your your lateral damage, your target's bounty, or your force servitude. Right. That's so. Track. Then you would Another. be playing. Then you would be playing a deck with two Utini effects in it, which is yeah, uh, probably the most Utini effects that anyone plays in a deck. 
<laughs> yeah, it's just it's just the natural cars to put in this deck. Uh, what can I say? <laughs> a good one so this i i feel like this you could you could very much tech that yeah you said you said no idea but just sort of in general if you know your opponent's playing a deck that's very rebels heavy you could you could tech it for some some anti-rebels cards and then swap to get them back again yeah (laughs) yeah i'm wondering if there's like a version where you don't play like the four servitudes and gurries but you just like i i like science is golden with four lom and u3po i think that's super cool and I think the uh, Luke Luke is a great effect. <laughs> uh, so who knows? Maybe there's like a real deck somewhere hidden in here. But th- this one well, is definitely there's definitely fire. a real deck. It's just Rops. You just take out the Force Servitude and the extra Droids. The hey, Silence hey, is hey, Golden. Hey. <laughs> uh, my Dark Jedi package from my Rops deck. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's like uh, Worf's mains, Rops mains deck, right? Mm-hmm. Something like that. Well, Eric, thank you very much. This is a pleasure to to see it, to play it, and to chat with you about it. And uh, if for some reason anybody is not has doesn't know stuff about Eric, listen to my interview with Eric. It's probably like right before this on the on the Bad Deck Breakdowns feed, or maybe a couple before. But we had a we had a long extensive interview, which was wonderful. I listened to it myself. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, I, I enjoyed I enjoyed doing that as well. And it was, it was a pleasure talking to you guys about this deck. <laughs> I hope you had fun playing it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everyone. Well, thanks thanks for listening. And until next time, don't be afraid to play bad decks. Thanks, everyone. Bye. Kindlecast.ninja, celebrating media, hobbies, and passions since 2014.